You are now listening to The Ace. That stands for Astra and Cynthia Experience. So you're asking yourself, what kind of experience are you going to get? Well, buckle up, because this ride that you're about to encounter will... I'll let you see where it goes. Here they are now, Astra and Cynthia, The Ace. It is finally double digits, episode 10. Welcome to the show. And coming up today, we've got our five news bites of the week, which include how good old de Blasio continues to ruin New York City. Also food shortages and our topic of the day. Can you be friends with an ex? Oh, and also some breaking news. We are now on YouTube. We got to cheers to that so one. So exciting. Oh my God. Officially, officially on YouTube. Guys, and that's big for anyone who is involved in things like this and doing shows and doing cooking things like you have to have a certain amount of, you know, episodes. So it's, it's a big thing. And obviously we've our followers and our, our fans, whatever you want to call it, we've they've been very supportive and we are thankful for that because without you guys we will be nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'd probably be a little something, but not as something as we are. Of course, of course. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, I love the new look, girl. What's going on? So I decided to cut my hair. I cut four inches off. Thanks to Ari at East Coast Studio in Oceanside. Um, Ari, thank you. She threw a little, I don't know if you can see it in the slide, but it's like some like balayage low lights on the bottom, just because I was scared to like change it fully, but I feel like a new woman. It looks like a new woman. I do. And you know, but people like, I thought they would be like long, sexy, but then the day it's good for a change. I could always put some clip-ins, you know, I took my extensions off. I think it looks very mature and very elegant and very classy. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Yeah, so that was uh, the big thing for the weekend. Obviously, I've been so busy with work. We've both been like so busy with work. We have our jobs. We have our podcasts. You know, we're creating new businesses. It's the Christmas season. So it's like we have holiday parties. It's just we're thankful to actually be this busy. So that's what I'm actually grateful for. So let's do a little cheers for that. Cheers to that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) How was your weekend? Well, before I get into that, I'm drinking my special coquito. So don't forget anybody that wants to place an order. Let me know. Hit me up on my Instagram at Astra on the air. Or let me know too. Like you let me know and then I will tell her. If you need it delivered to Long Island, that's the plug right there. So we'll or if you're in the that. city, but you know me through my page, either way, you know, I'll, I'll connect it. And yep. so either hit us, but it's awesome. It's amazing. My parents have, <laughs> they've been waiting all year for this. <laughs> I'm going to be working like, like a little elf. <laughs> I don't even know how we have time for everything. Oh my God. I feel like I'm a robot. Listen, like Steve Aoki says, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Exactly. That's just how it exactly. is. Well, so for me, I want to give a big shout out to my bestie besides you, of course, my of course. Other bestie, Michelle, who's yes. the owner of Sunday Donuts. She just opened her fifth location in Huntington, which is where we were on Friday to celebrate. I am obsessed. Best mm. gourmet donuts ever. Amazing. The store is beautiful. Like nothing. It does not look like a donut shop. It looks like a nightclub yes. with donuts. Yes. Um, it is, it's, I believe it's going to be their flag store, uh, store. Flagship, yes. Flagship it is. And, store. and for anybody that likes to take pictures or videos for Instagram or TikTok, that is the place to go. It is so colorful, so bright, strobe lights everywhere. Like it is like a nightclub. 
Even when it you is. go to the bathroom. No, oh my God. Like yes, it's like graffiti all over. And I'm not just saying this because this is my friend. The donuts is to die for. Like I, I'm a foodie, everybody knows. And they are the best I've ever had in my life. And I've tried many, many donuts the best you guys yeah. have tried it's on main street it's across from the paramount right across the street from the paramount you can't miss it in fact check out their instagram page sunday donuts it's not even sponsored maybe they will probably she'll end up sponsoring <laughs> us of course but of course. i just have to give her the plug because the best donuts i have ever had and they do do it yourself donut kits too so if you have kids for catering for yeah. birthday parties and it's, it's amazing but congratulations awesome. michelle so we love to, you michelle. god bless you and also, I have to share something with you that I did not want to tell you yesterday, and I had to hold it until today's show. So I went for a massage, okay? The rub and tug? At my famous <laughs> massage parlor that I told you about. A yeah, you always talk back, about it. Which mm -hmm. I absolutely love. My mm -hmm. guy was not there. So I was like, all right, you know, I'll take another guy as long as he's, you know, strong enough to like handle these tight knots that I have in my body. Can I just say... Now, I don't know if I'm going crazy or not, but <laughs> at one point while I was laying there and he's rubbing my back and everything, tell me why. Cause like, you know, when you lay there, your hands are straight back, right? Mm -hmm. He starts like rubbing the inside <laughs> of my palm. Like he's just grazing his, his finger on that. So I'm like, <laughs> okay. Isn't, isn't that the saying? Like, if you go like this, do they want to fuck her? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so he's like, He's slowly like just rubbing it occasionally. So I'm like, well, maybe it's because he's using his arm to knead my back. So maybe his fingers are grazing across my hand. Okay, no big deal. What? I was going to say, um, I've had that done to me. And sometimes I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> but sometimes I feel like maybe it has something to do with like them being so this and then to relax it or something. No, no, he wasn't even doing my arm. He was on my back, but his hand was grazing across mine. So I'm not thinking twice. I'm just like, all right, I'm just overthinking. Let me enjoy the rest of this massage. So then when I turn over and he's, you know, doing the rest or whatever, he like does this head scratch, which I was like, okay, that feels great. Whatever. Oh, by the way, he extended my massage. He goes, you're really tight. You need to do 90 minutes instead of 60. I'm like, all right, if that's what you if that's what you want, fine, I'll you're do very, it. You know? You're very tight. Very tight. tight. So I was, I tight, said, get I, it right. Tight, <laughs> tight like a tiger. I know, right? I'm like, how does he know if I'm tight or not? Anyway, so <laughs> I, I accepted, you know, because I was like, you know what? At this point, I'm already like, I know, I do feel that my muscles are super tight. So I'm like, fine, whatever, no big deal. Mind you, at the very end of the massage, right? He was like. He's like, oh, so much looser now, right? And I was like, yeah, great job, thanks. And he was like, and I was like, what's that? And he was like, I'm like, what, what? I'm like, is he trying to tell me to call him? Does he want my number? I was like, what? And I said, what, twice? And he's like, never mind. And then he walked out. Oh, what does that mean? No, then he, he was like feeling you. I've never in all the years of massages and ladies and gentlemen, maybe not now so much because I've been so busy, but I always used to get at least once or two massages a week. And that's never happened when they're like, I've got the whole been in a raid, like I got raid, they got raided and stuff like that. But that's like, he wanted that punani girl. <laughs> He's yeah. like, you tight, tight. <laughs> you so tight, I loosen you up long time. <laughs> I was like, 
<laughs> and then of course, you know, I went to go, t- I know I went to tip them at the end, you know, cause they wait at the door, which is so yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Tipped. So I go to hand them. They give you the water. To, to I didn't even get water. Usually they do give you the water, but I didn't get, I guess because COVID times, they haven't been giving water. But so as I'm on my way out, I go to hand him the tip and he's just like looking at me and he's nodding. And I'm thinking it's just money. There's no number attached to it. I don't know what he wanted. Oh my God. So he was waiting for a number. I don't know. And I could just be over. Was he cute? No. <laughs> he did give a really good massage, but no, I was like, I started getting nervous between the rubbing of my hand and like the extending of my massage. I was like, if he gets too close to my inner thigh by my like butt crack area, I mean, he was, he pulled my, I was, okay, this time I did not wear thongs. I was wearing boy shorts. He pulled them down. So half my butt crack was showing. And I was like, no, no, that's normal. They they pull it and then they put the towel, try to put it in there. There was no towel. He was looking yeah, at but, my butt crack. But I don't even care if they look at my butt crack. Your butt is hanging out. Like, yeah, but I don't know. I just, I was It would like, be different if it was like your vagina. Ah, don't say that word. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd rather say that than the P word. Pussy? Yeah, that all day, every day. Oh my god, <laughs> this is why we're best friends. Because as much as we're so like, we're so different. <laughs> so I just had to put that out there. I don't know if I was getting hit on by the masseuse, but something fishy was definitely going on, and it wasn't smelling like fish. That's <laughs> I was like, I oh god. So I asked for his name because he did to give a good massage, but I still want to go back to my guy because my guy's the bomb. <laughs> oh, you didn't. You nervous. Felt, well, now you now you probably felt some sort of type of way. Now, like you're like. Oh. Okay. Anyway, enough about my massage. Enough about the craziness in, in our lives. Yes. Let's just kick into the news bites, shall we? Yes. So the other day, Nick Cannon happened to be trending on Twitter because of the huge bulge that was in his pants. Way bigger than an eggplant, I have to say. Did you see the photos? Yeah, it was like that. It, it was, was legit down his yeah, leg. Yeah, it was like down, yeah, like mid-leg. Like yeah. a thigh, thigh, mid-thigh. Mid-thigh, yeah. for yeah. sure. Like, now I see why Mariah went younger, okay? <laughs> but How old but is he? He's, he's in his 30s. Yeah, yeah. I'll find out. He's late. I think now he's like late 30s, but she's obviously early 50s, so... It's yeah. a nice big age difference there. Yeah. But uh, but besides that whole thing trending, I do want to talk about some serious news that he just broke as well. Uh, he announced on his show that he's mourning the loss of his youngest son named Zen, who's only five months old. He actually passed away from a brain tumor, which is super sad. So I was actually watching live um, when he went and spoke about this like i was legit, too which i was in shock. yes he legit went completely live on his um talk show so it was very unexpected because you know when he comes in he's very you know he i don't know if whoever watches nick cannon show uh the talk show he comes in live he looks in the mirror he, he sings a song hey nick hey nick yeah um you know then he like says gives props to all like his audience very you know high beat and um, next thing you know, like, he's like, I have to say, I'm going to tell you something I never haven't told anybody. This is the first time coming out. And it legit was the first time in the media. Like, um, and, I, and it was because he was saying it very slow. And I was like waiting for him to say what he was saying. He was explaining, you know, his, his kid, 
has been like having like the sniffles and they thought he had something like, you know, with the maybe like an ongoing cold. And next thing you know, then they went to the doctor and he was fine with that. And next thing you know, they found, um, cause he said, my baby's always had a big head, but a cannon, the cannons have a big head and babies always have big heads just like, so, you know, and they didn't think nothing of it until when they, they did testings, not even looking for that. And I guess it was, they did an emergency surgery and it was too late. And the tumor, obviously, you know, it is so sad. It's, it's so sad because, and I give him props. He, he went in the open, he was crying on his talk. Like, I, I can't even imagine saying it in like, it's it, just in general, it's your child. Yeah. You know, it's, a, it was his last child, it's his seventh child. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, with Alyssa Scott from Wildin' out. Yes. And, um, very sad news. So we send our condolences to Nick and Alyssa Scott and nobody would, no parent would anyone would want to ever go through that. Yeah. No obviously. parent should ever have to bury their child, let alone a little, little baby like that. Mm -hmm. So I hope, and I know he had like his therapist on, um, that, the episode and yep, and his you know, therapist some, spoke about how she had lost her own child of course yes a 16 year old yep like crazy Bad. so basically you know i hope he takes a little time just you know because he said he doesn't know how to deal with it because he's always working as anybody who knows nick cannon he is always working he's involved in talk shows and movies and this and that and the mass singer god bless oh my god but um, maybe and maybe it's a good thing that it'll keep his mind, but just give yourself some time to grieve because yeah, it's because definitely, you definitely a, need to. Of course. So. We send you big hugs, Nick. Of We're course. So uh, moving on to our next topic. This girl who I follow on TikTok, which I am obsessed with, she always talks about the craziness that happens here in New York City. Now, her name is Funny Chick NYC on TikTok. She actually decided to break down, like she always does, how wonderful our great, great mayor is. And I say that obviously in a sarcastic tone. Uh, mayor Bill de Blasio basically ruining New York City. Uh, let's have her explain what the latest is that's going on. How much worse can New York City get? Well, guess what? As of yesterday, we've hit rock bottom because our douche of a mayor de Blasio yet again has one upped himself because he put not one but two injection sites in New York City. So basically, it's a taxpayer sponsored safe haven for addicts. They can go in, they could shoot up, they could take their pills, they could do their coke, they can have a grand old time and be watched by non profit employees. People will watch over them if they OD, they'll shoot them with some Narcan, they'll bring them back to life. Oh, it's all fine and dandy. They get to be comfortable while we go to work to make sure they get to play. But meanwhile, people that aren't vaccinated in New York City can't go to concerts. They can't go to restaurants where you just walk in and sit down and eat your food. No, you can't. But if you're not vaccinated, you can go shoot up in a little room that's full of addicts and have the time of your life. It's totally fine. This is a freaking double standard at its finest. I do not understand how anything in this country makes sense anymore because this is absolutely a disgrace that people, city workers, all employees, they are losing their jobs because they're afraid health wise to get the vaccine. But yet 
If you're an addict and a junkie, you can go right in to a sponsored safe haven and do your drugs at our expense. What the hell is this country coming to? What has happened? Your thoughts on that, my friends? Well, I couldn't wait for this episode because when I saw this like happen over the week, I'm just so angry because as you know, and or anybody in this world who is hardworking, who works hard to put food on people, you know, on their kids' tables or their tables and their families' tables and just paying all these taxes just to like stay afloat. And now the one city in the entire country, which is one of the most expensive expensive. cities to live in. And now he has two facilities that where crackheads can go and shoot Shoot up. up. Yep. Do crack heroin under like a, you know, it's obviously indoors. So it's heated. You don't have to wear masks and you don't have to be vaccinated. You don't have to be vaccinated. And if you overdose, they shoot you with, what is it? Narcon. To wake you back up. So basically you can almost be dead and they bring you back to life. Yes. And this is all on the taxpayer's money. Of course, all of us who work hard and now we have to pay for this. But yet now officially we have to vaccinate five-year-olds to 11-year-olds officially, like I think that's right. They have to be able to show proof of vaccination in order to dine or do any New York City or any of that nature. And they're also going to extend it to everybody needs to have now the two shots in order to go out to eat, go to any type of entertainment venue, things like that. But the crazy part is these OD prevention shooting clinics that they're calling them, they're planning to open another three more here in the city. Oh my God. So So, this is my, this is just so, it just angers me beyond belief. Apparently um, there was a daycare in, uh, I don't know which one of the two locations, but um, there's a daycare like down the block and parents are livid. One of the business owners just decided to close his biz, uh, business. I can't say the name, but on that block is shutting down his doors. Um, so this is just, I have no words. It's ruining the city. I have no words. I don't understand. And I know, listen, I understand whoever wants to get vaccinated, not vaccinated. It should be your choice. It's your choice, but to do this to the city and again now limit the business that's coming in because for the people who aren't vaccinated, these people are trying to survive. These businesses are trying to survive. And now you're again put I I I just don't know. And I don't now I don't I see why everyone's moving to Florida. Like mm-hmm. this city is going to shit. The best city in the world is yeah. going to shit. And the problem is, is our city's already, I call it the shitty city. I live here. I call it that all the time. We're trying to get back on our feet. How are we supposed to get back on our feet when we have things like this that are being brought to the city that are not helping? It's not helping to generate any revenue. It's not helping to bring back any tourism. It's not doing anything but creating more of a problem and an issue, in my honest opinion. And I get it. He's almost out of office. Thank goodness. When is he out of office? It's not soon enough, but in a couple of weeks. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) However, the new mayor that's coming in now has a whole lot of stuff to have to clean up. I'm I'm actually wondering if he's going to try to shut these things down, which I really hope he kind of does. Well, I actually know that uh, apparently 
Donald Trump and Governor Cuomo um, didn't agree with them. That's why they, uh, the, these things that he was trying to do. Yeah, these, so that's OD, why. these OD facilities. Yeah, no, Donald Trump and Cuomo was against it. Uh-huh. I mean, as any normal person would be. Yeah, both of them. So both of them were against it. So, uh, and I don't know how he, I, I, it just doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't make sense to me. Listen, we already have a homeless problem out here. We already have a bunch of bombs walking around. It's not going to make things better. And now with the holidays coming, you know, and the tourism has picked up, I'm sorry, but like for these things to be around the city, it just doesn't sit well with me. I mean, you, do you want your kids seeing someone stumbling out of a, a building half coked up or drugged oh up on, on heroin or whatever they're taking? I'm just, I'm beside myself. So kudos to, uh, to New York City, to Funny Chick New York City for breaking it all down for us because she did a great job. Of and course. hopefully our new mayor will come in and clean this city up because that is what we need. Yes, absolutely. And speaking of the city, uh, <laughs> bagel shops here in New York City are reporting the beginning of a shortage of cream cheese. And no one seems to know why. Now, insiders are speculating that either one of the ingredients needed is in short supply, maybe materials needed for packaging, they've run out, or maybe it's the manpower shortage, maybe lack of truck drivers. Either way, my question is, will the New York City cream cheese shortage force these bagel joints to go easy on the schmear? What would you do if you get a, a bagel with cream cheese? Actually, I have a true story. So Saturday, okay, but no. wait, but wait, but you know how the, the cream cheese is always thick on a, on a New York City bagel. It's almost like you could take some of that cream cheese and save it for later. I feel like, no, they've been chimpsy with it in Long Island for a year already. Like, really? I, I, when I was a kid, they used to mount it like this. No kidding. Yeah, you, you remember that? That you, you like, save. Like, wait, wait, you, you could save it. not even save, but like, you know, put it on the plate and then double dip put it, it on the paper. Yes. Double dip it. So how crazy is this? So Saturday I ended up, I was craving Starbucks coffee. So I was like, oh, I'm being lazy. Let me Uber eat my coffee and let me get a bagel. Sometimes there's a difference. I crave deli bagels, which is, you know, our bagels. And sometimes I crave Starbucks bagels with totally different tastes, but whatever. I was craving it. I'm like, let me get an uh, everything toasted with not only one packet, because as a choice, you could get the two packets. It's like those circle things. Yep. What comes in? Two things of butter. Butter. You got the butter. Oh, my God. The butter. No, no. So first of all, I never eat, me personally, I never eat bagels with butter. I, I got to have the my at a, at a deli. I'll have the vegetable cream cheese scallion, but it's Starbucks. So I get the I, I believe it's like the Philadelphia like thing. Right. So I ordered two and no joke. I spoke to you today and you, we were talking about, you know, the shortage. And I was like, Oh my God, is that why they gave me the butter? <laughs> yeah. But, but I did actually complain about it. You know, on Uber eats, like you could take the picture because I didn't even eat it. I do. I don't eat butter with bagels. I don't you mean bagels so, with butter. Bagels. I hope you don't eat butter with bagels. But whatever, like, you know, I don't eat that. So it was just like a complete. So they gave me back five dollars, whatever. But uh, yeah, so now it makes sense. They probably didn't have it. Mm -hmm. They probably didn't want to tell you we, we have a shortage of cream cheese. You're getting. Yeah, but how butter. do they do the how can they tell you or they don't have they would have to call, but they're too busy for that. Yeah. And plus, apparently this is just like an East Coast thing right now. This isn't even 
this isn't happening in the rest of the country. So what, what is it that we're short of? That's what they don't know. There's no, they're not clear on it. It could be the supplies. It could be the drivers. It could be anything. So hold off on getting the bagels with the cream cheese. Just get it with the butter or just don't get it at all. In fact, give up the carbs because you're going to be eating a lot during the holidays anyway. So no bagels till the new year. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Speaking exactly. of breakfasts, on to our next story. There was a former hotel employee from Tennessee that told a bunch of people on social media some really gross reasons on why you should not eat the continental breakfast at the lower tier hotels. Now, that's not the five stars that we stay in. We're talking, you know, like the best Westerns probably or like the Don Johnson's. Remember those? Like- yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the Red Doors or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Robins. I don't know what they're called. Red something. Yeah. But those are like probably even like a. I don't even know if like the lower like holiday ends. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't I don't really know what which ones are considered actually like, you know, one, no. two, three stars. But I would say probably like one or two stars yeah, they're talking three about. Stars the most. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they're saying not to eat the bread and the pastries. They're usually recycled for days. And because, and handled by many hands. Too. Yes, yes, because you know they just sit in the baskets and people are always picking around to see what they like. Yes, you know, I've seen that happen before. I'm like, use the tongs. I know, like, but a lot of people I, don't. I get so <laughs> mad. Then, there, <laughs> then there's the biggest spot for contamination, the waffle station, which everybody's always like, oh my god, I want waffles, I want pancakes, like omelets, all that type of stuff. Workers said that. Not only did they not always clean them, but they also reused leftover batter until it started to smell like beer, which, you know, that smell when you work at a bar, that stinky smell Ooh. of like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe that. And then she also said to steer clear of the meat saying sausage is not supposed to be gray. I mean, if I saw gray sausage, I would not be getting it anyway. But yeah, but, but let's be honest, like. But once they cook it, you don't know what color. No, but exactly. And not only that, when you're you're going to automatically think the food is good. These they're serving it, you know, and you're going to think this is like fresh. Right. But mm -mm, I'll be honest with you. I've never been really a continental breakfast person unless unless again, repeating, if you're in like a four or five star hotel, hence, then it has to be fresh. Hence why their reviews and their stars are high because Listen, unless I see shrimp and oysters at the buffet, I'm not eating it. <laughs> I love my caviar for breakfast. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. If I don't see that, no, but, stuff, like if we're not at the four seasons, I'm not doing continental breakfast. Yeah, exactly. Or like, no, but in Mexico, they actually had fresh breakfast, like the yeah, fresh, fresh juices, yep. uh, the fresh fruit. Well, that's different. Like those you could tell it's fresh it's just, and it took like 40 minutes they bring it they don't yep. it's not something you picked out they actually made it it's but not like those it's not like the they just add water to the eggs that you could tell that they're no, like oh yeah yeah you could gross. tell but it makes you think about these things like especially everybody's going away now for the holidays i'm call me a a, a bougie traveler but one thing i've always not been cheap about is where I, where i stay when I, I, when I stay at hotels, I like to stay at the best just because I, the way I see it is like, I've worked so hard. Now I'm on vacation. This is my vacation time. So, you know, you want, I want it the best. So that's it. So hopefully I won't run into these problems, <laughs> but 
for those who, you know, obviously, you know, go to just, just, just make sure, you know, because at the end of the day, we don't want nobody getting food poisoning. So just not. keep aware of these things. Of course not. And now to onto our fifth news bite of the week, Chloe Kardashian, huh, bless her soul, poor oh thing, humiliated again, Tristan Thompson, her baby daddy cheated again. And this time he really got caught because the woman just gave birth to his baby. And Tristan decided to speak out in a TMZ exclusive saying, won't be involved at all. By the way, if you think having this baby is going to make you some money, it's completely wrong. And of course, Chloe was apparently very upset to find out that he cheated. And because she was believing and hoping and praying like all of us girls do that he would change. But girl, it's time to focus on true. Men don't, most most men don't change. Yeah, the truth behind all of this, Tristan Thompson is a major loser. Yes, girl, you are you are looking so hot. Like you, you are on top of the game, the world right now. And also Scott Disick that we know, you know, she's very close with him. Um, She actually, he recently sent her a gift, you know, just flowers, some pink flowers as a, I'm sorry, your man cheated on you again. Again, like you're a good, good girl. You don't deserve this. So like, Mm -hmm. it's time to, it's time to move on. It's time to cut your losses. Listen, the only good thing out of that man was the baby you got. And that's it. But it does just because you have kids does not mean you need to stay with the father or the mother. Absolutely. And this goes just in generally speaking, like your kids are always going to be your kids. kids. But your partner doesn't need to always be your partner. Exactly. You got you had a You had a blessing in one point. And that's it. Let it go. If it's not meant to be, it's better off not meant to be keep yeah. it keep it know. moving and him he needs to learn to keep it in his pants yeah come on seriously <laughs> it's just now it's just getting like old like yeah but, but we send our condolences to chloe because that's she doesn't deserve it she's, she's a good woman nobody deserves that type of behavior and especially the fact that she kept taking him back time and time again it's just and humiliating it is. It, you can't even say she looks stupid or you can't call her names because she was trying for her family. But now he really, he really done did it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Girl, time to move, move on. on. Move on. Time to move on. And we're moving on right now to our topic <laughs> of the day. So <laughs> since we were just talking about Chloe and her lovely ex, it has us wondering can you be friends with an ex? This question gets asked all the time. Oh so, my God. Can you be friends with an ex? I think it depends. I think um, I always was the person that honestly wanted to be like, okay, as long as I'm, you know what it is? I don't like confrontation. I like to be cool. I'm not a fighter. So I was the type of person who was like, okay, I'll be cool with him. Like, And then through the years went on, like you would even be like, you don't have to be friends with him. Like he (laughs) serves no purpose in your life. He's a loser. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, at the time, like, I'm like, oh shit. Like, no, he's not a loser. He just has problems. You'd always have an excuse. I'm like fucking mother Teresa trying to find the good in everybody. But in the reality, for the first time, for the first time, I actually listened to you this year. And I was just like, and it, and, it, and it was nothing. No, no, it was nothing about wanting to be with that person. It was just, it's just my personality. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of having being so good and nice for what, what, 
why do I have to be so nice and good to everyone? What do they do for me? Right. Nothing. If they're not bringing any value to you, what do you need to have them in your life for? Just so because, I, just because you shared some time with them. And if then you think about I, this, and like I always said to you, the amount of time your lifespan is this big, and you've spent this much time with them in your lifespan, and you have this much more to go. That's a blip in your time frame. Like it's not even that big of a deal. Just keep it moving. And then also too, you made a good point. You're like, you know they disrespected you like and lied or whatever like that's it like yeah, and, I, and I and I realized maybe when I was younger I was like ah, whatever like even though I'm not with them but like I was like I'll still be cool with them and now that I've grown up and got wiser like I'm like oh hell no you're a loser you're a loser you're a liar fucking loser double loser <laughs> I mean, like I would say to you, I'm like, what the fuck? No, but if like, I would say to you, if one of your friends, even female friends, if like, if I ever lied to you or, or, or treated you like crap, would you still want to be my friend? No. So why would you still want to be friends with this person that wasn't even in your life long enough to deserve your friendship? I guess, I guess, cause there's really no reason. I guess I just always was like, ah, you know, I just don't like confrontation. And it's not even what type of confrontation would you be having? No, because I've always just been so, I'm so friendly with everyone. It's Which not nothing. It's, yeah. listen, it's, it's about being cordial. No, no, but now but you I've, can be cordial, but I'm, you don't have to be friends. No, no, but I'm, I'm, I realized that and uh, it took many years, you know, but <laughs> I realized I'm like, you know, and it's like, uh, I, well, this goes now. I mean, well, well, here's the thing. See, for me, I can't say that I'm friends with many exes, if not any exes there's only one that I am still friends with but he's my ex from college so it's like that was that ship has sailed a long time ago and it took a very long time also to become friends you know we went through a period where we did not talk and that's one of my main things that I like to tell people too in order to become friends with an ex someone that you did have some sort of a relationship with that may not have been you know volatile hostile full, full of lies and deceit you need that break in order to relinquish the feelings to actually see if that's a person that you can call a friend. You know, and listen, I'm court. I'm, I have no hate towards any of them. I'm cordial pretty much with all of them, you know, but I've just in the most recent ones, I'm like, wait, they did. They've lied. They, you know, lying to me is a big thing. Mm hmm. I, I don't, I take lying, someone lying to me, especially when you're so close with someone, I take that very serious, like, you know, it, but once that happened, you know, and it's like, even though I got over it and I'm over it, but like, why am I going to give this person another chance, even just to have my friendship? I'm like, right. Or another chance it. to just lie to you again. Yeah. Like, because not yeah. only did they lie to me, they might lie to the other person they were talking to, like, like this person is a fucking loser and a liar. Yeah. Like, but you want to know something when you're in love with that person, the goggles yeah. keep you from seeing it. When you finally remove yourself from the situation and you're actually able to see in a clearer mind, that's when you realize. Oh my God. Yeah. When you're in the clearer mind, you're like, what the fuck yeah. was I doing? And yeah. then I'm like, and then I tell my girlfriends, I'm like, why didn't you tell me? Like, I'm a. F and we tell you we did, but you didn't listen. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> you get blinded. Like when you, you know, when you, I guess you get blinded in love 
Is it even love? I don't even know. Love these days. Sometimes love is very confusing. See, another way I feel like it could bend is if you were friends first. If you were friends with this person for a long time and then started to date them and it just didn't work out because you just would be better off as friends, then I could say, all right, you know what? Maybe as long as you two have that understanding, you can go back to being friends. But for the most part, let's think about it. Whenever you start to date someone, it's a complete stranger in the beginning. So you're really mm -hmm. getting to know them as time goes on. So if they can show you their true colors right away, that they're not a good person, and then you end up breaking up, again, ask yourself, why would that person, like, be your, like, why would that be a person in your life that you want to call a friend? Mm -hmm. You know, for what? They couldn't be your friend when they had the opportunity to be your friend. Yeah. You know? It's very true. No, it's true. I, I believe me, I realized it. And I, I know that we, realized. I know we have another part of this because it's very interesting that you and I have both dealt with this and we're not targeting the men on this. We're making it very generic because we can only speak from the female side of things, of but men but feel free to happens, speak up. Yeah, it happens both ends. Yeah. Why do people feel the need after getting married to tell their exes things like, I miss you. This should have been you. These kids should have been with you. We have definitely heard this time and time again. Time and time again. Yes, is correct. Why? I want to know why do people, and I say people because I'm sure that women do this too to men. Why do people feel the need that when they had the person, they didn't lock it in if this is the person of their dreams? Why is it that they waited until after moving on to turn around and say, you know what? You're the one that got away. You're the one I should have been with. You're the one that I should have been doing all of this with. But now I'm stuck with X, Y, Z. I think I think well, what happens is when the man or the woman choose their significant other to be their final person is and meanwhile, they have another person, which is the one they really do love. And the person they're marrying is more the safe one. They know that they're not going to leave them for someone better. There's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of um, psychological reasons behind it, obviously. Um, but it's sad because that just shows the insecurity of the woman or the man. That's safe. Um, yeah. And for the fact them coming back, like after say a year or two being married, like, oh man, like I, I've never stopped loving you. You're I the one, up. I oh, messed oh, up. But yet still they won't do nothing about it. <laughs> but, but so why is the need for you to say these things? Like, is it because what, you know, I'm hot and now you don't have me and now you see me growing in, in, in my career and my everything. And now you're like, fuck, now I have my fucking, this one who's just- My boring ass hat. My boring ass, which he already <laughs> knew that. He knew that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's just, and you know- I guess and, it comes down to you always want what you can't have, but see, the thing is, is you had it, you just choose to not lock it in. And that's your bad, not anyone else's. And you know, here's the thing too. I don't think that it's right for a person to say that to an ex because it's not making anyone feel better. No. You know? It doesn't, it's not, if, if one of my exes says that to me, it's not making me say like, oh, wow, really? Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm like, not oh my God, he really loves me. Unless you're yeah. like a, like really like an idiot. Unless you're naive. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying, but that doesn't, it doesn't feel good. Like, no, 
that honestly probably makes me more angry. I think it makes things more, <laughs> it makes things worse because it just makes me start to think back to the times when we were together. And it's like, well, you didn't man up then, but now after you've made a decision to move on and be with someone else and started a completely new family, now you're telling me that I'm the one that got away. I'm the one you constantly think of. I'm the one you wish you were with. Bruh, no, keep it moving. Yeah. I just, um, I think at the end, the reason I think X is, I feel like they already knew from the jump if that it wasn't the right decision, but they made that decision because they thought they went with the, the thinking the right, it was the right decision, but in right. their heart, it wasn't. Exactly. They didn't follow their heart, their heart. They, yeah. They followed their they, what just, they, they looked thought. at the bigger picture as, well, this fits my future as opposed to I'm in love with this person and let's build together. Because again, a lot of these times, you know, maybe you were much younger in the relationship. Maybe, you know, you had a lot of growing up to do. Like I said, even being friends with an ex, sometimes you need that, you know, you need years of a period of space in order to get to a place where you can be friends. So all no, those I years think, go yeah, by. I, and, and, and I didn't, you know, I didn't finish saying, but I, I think you can be friends with an ex, not all exes, because some are just like immature and and just immature. Yeah, it's a case by case basis. Case by case, definitely. But you could be friends with an ex. I've seen people that are like married and like hang out with the ex, like they're brought like the, the husband's best friend. I've seen that. So it's definitely a case to case. Um, so that's how I, it's, it could be a, a tricky topic, right? Because some guys are super jealous and like, oh, how are you friends with your ex? Like, listen, it's about me and you trust. Like, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. you should trust me. So you should trust this. If I'm telling you there's nothing there and this is long gone, whatever, whatever. But you know, it's different for everybody. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm still friends with my ex from college, but we're talking so many years ago that yeah. if any man who's in my life right now finds him a threat, when I don't even talk to him that often, he, and, and I don't even reach out. How about that? It would be him reaching out to me. So it's usually, you know, holidays, birthdays, the occasional, like, Hey, how you doing? Like a check-in, you know, it's not a daily or a weekly thing, but if whoever's in my life can't understand that this person from time to time will reach out just to say hi, then we, you know, we kind of have a little bit of an issue here because if you're going to hold on to something from many, many years ago. And I, and I always say this, and this is like going, you know, going future wise now, you know, whoever I'm with, People are going to get jealous whether it's me or, or the guy, right? And, but at the end of the day, it's me and you. I always say, it's me and you, babe. Remember, it's just me and you. If you can't, we need to stick together. You have to trust me and, and believe in me and trust my actions, my speakings. Like, just trust me. I got this. I got you. Like, and whether, you know, whatever, like, so if you can't trust me in my decision, then we're not complete. Like the, mm -hmm. without trust, you have nothing. Yep. And we say that, you all know, the time and it's true because well, at the end of the day, if someone say, say you're dating and you're not married, you're not living together and you know, you have your own life, meaning like you're going out this and that, like, babe, I never, if going forward, like if I'm with someone now, like 
I could never be with someone like, oh, what time did you get in? No, I'm grown ass woman. Like, mm-hmm. babe, if you don't trust me, like, then bye. Like, yeah. I, we don't have time for that. We're not like ch- children, you know? So, and I believe you would feel the same way. Absolutely. Actually, you, I, have a, I have a twist on this question now. When yeah. it comes to being friends with an ex, uh, how long of a relationship should you have been in with the person for you to be able to consider yourself friends? Like, would you be friends with an ex that you were only with for a couple of months? Or would it have to be someone you've been with for years? Well, I think, I think again, it goes to case by case because I've been friends with people that I just dated a couple of months but then there was guys I did a couple months and I'm like realize I'm like nah like he's not even worth being in my life but then there's some nice guys that I I just ended it just because it wasn't what I wanted then if I see him I'm cordial but not friends but then I have friends I'm sorry then I have guys that I've dated for a long period of time and they'll be my friends for the rest of my life maybe I don't talk to them all the time but that I keep very close to my heart because we you remained friends yeah like and no one can take that away from me like no one's gonna tell me to stop being friends with someone that you know is special to me if they lasted that long they're, they're someone special that you know they're spe- they're like family does mm-hmm. that make sense mm-hmm. if it's someone that I've kept friends and I was dated them for years but they they went on their way they got married you know all right now let's flip it if somebody you're dating says that they're still friends with their ex and they were married no I'm saying if you if someone you're dating yes like currently right if you're dating someone right now and they uh-huh. they are friends with one of their exes mm-hmm. but were the exes married like were they married yeah like did the their exes like they're friends with what did they get married? Oh, I mean, whether they were married or just dating either okay. or somebody, somebody that you are like currently hanging. Cause that with. makes a difference too. Like if they oh. got, if they got mad, if they were married and they're like remain friends, like, okay, she has someone, but then if they weren't married, I would be like, and you guys have this special connection. Like, does this mean like you guys have some sort of fucking special okay, connection? Well, wait a second. That's a double standard then because Why? you haven't been married and you think it's okay to be with friends with some of your exes. What if the guy you are with says, I don't like that you're friends with these exes. Hmm. Yeah, but tough. I'm me. <laughs> No, 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 no. That's why I wanted to flip it on you and see, because here's the thing for me personally, if I'm dating somebody. I don't know if I, if I actually meet the person, I'm like, Oh, this girl's cool as shit. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like I vibe with them. Then it's different. Well, but I'm if gonna- I know, and I'm a reader, I read people for a fucking <laughs> living. So if I send some weird shit, then they got to go. But if they're really cool, no problem. You know, come over, come over for some cheese and wine. Like, I'll cook I mean, dinner. I don't know if I would go that far. However, I mean, listen, if I, I like thinking, someone, I like someone. See, but I'm thinking this, like if I'm dating somebody, if he told me he's friends with his most current ex, like they just broke up, say, within the past year. I don't know if I'd be okay with that, but if it's I wouldn't be, like, I wouldn't be okay with that either. Right. But if it's somebody from like years and years ago, like, you know, the woman's already married, they already have a new family and stuff. 
you know what? I might be like, sure, let's double date, whatever. I, I probably would be open to that. But that's why I wanted to ask you, like if you're with someone right now and they were friends with, let's say their most current ex or a, an ex that was within the past two to three years, let's say, would you be okay with that? Or well, would two you- to three years is even a long time. I not, would, I, not I, really. It's pretty, it's, it's different than like 20 years ago. Yeah, but who lasts 20 years now? I'm still, I'm say, not saying a 20 year relationship. I'm saying if they dated someone 20 years ago oh. that they're still friends with, as opposed to someone they dated two years ago or a year ago that they're still friends with. That's my question to you. I guess, honestly, I guess it would have to be like the situation. It would be case by case, right? Because if the girl's like, let's just say the girl's like, you know, she's a whore. <laughs> And you're like, oh, hell no. I am letting her, but I know what she's about. Uh, I so work you, think, the- you think while you're out to work, she's going to come on over and hang out with your man. Yeah, hell yeah. Because yeah, my guy's going to be, whoever I end up with is going to be my, he's going to be a winner, the whole package and the girl. That's why I keep my, I've always kept my relationships very private, very, very private my close friends just know like, okay, I'm dating someone, but not even all of them have met them. Of course, like you and a couple of other ones, like my close girlfriends will meet them, but my outside friends, like some of they'll know about them, but I just don't like putting my guy out there. I don't know. I'm very private. Cause you know, less is better because less at the end of better, the day, people are jealous. People yes. want what you have. And people and love to like misery loves company. So people love to ruin a good thing. And I'm very protective of who I'm with. So I like to make sure they're protective with me. I mean, and I am, I, I would feel a little weird if a guy that I'm with is like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm friends with my ex and she wants to meet you to make sure you're good for me or something. I'd be what? <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> she didn't tell you. Yeah. You well, then, then that means you got to check your boy. <laughs> that means you got to check your boo, I should say. <laughs> but listen, this happens. I mean, no, I, I know. I know it happens. No, I so know. That's it why happens. I was curious to know, like, how would you feel? What if a guy that you're dating is like, listen, I'm friends with my ex. She wants to meet you because she wants to make sure you're good enough for me. What would you do? I would be, I would be taken back a little bit because I'd be like, so she chooses your decisions in your life. Like yeah, she decides who you're going to be with when you couldn't even keep her. You couldn't keep her. Does she she pay your bills too? Like does she, is she charge of your, your accounting? No, but I would be a little like, yeah, I, that's never happened to me happened to me either I did have one situation where there was a guy that I dated for just a couple of months and then I remember he had a new girlfriend and then years went by and I was with a guy at the time and he happened to be in the area because he wasn't from around here it was like my Mm -hmm. first my first and last long distance relationship so he was like oh I'm in New York with my you know I don't know if they were married it might have been girlfriend at that point but he was like um he's like oh let's all go to dinner So I was like, sure, like not thinking anything of it because I'm like, yo, he's just my friend. We only hung out for three months anyway. It wasn't anything serious, like nothing major. Mm -hmm. But the guy that I was with at the time was not happy about it. I remember he was like, I can't believe that I'm going out to dinner with you and your ex. And I'm like, this isn't like an ex. This is just like a three month nothing. And we had a big argument over it because he's like, I'm going to feel uncomfortable. And I'm like, but why? It's not like we were together for years. We were just dating for three months. 
He has at a that, new girl. At that point, I probably wouldn't even have said that you dated the guy. It was three months. Because there's some things you just don't even say. Like, <laughs> but, but that goes back to me being mishonest. I tell everyone everything. If I'm no, you, I'm I honest. know, but some things it's like three so what months. Am I gonna say? What am I going to say? Oh, this is one of my guy friends. Well, how do you know him? He's not even from the state. Oh, uh, I just know him just from knowing him. I mean, listen, it depends too. Like, because like my guy, like, I could tell him anything. And the way I see it is, listen, you love me for me and I'm going to be brutally honest and whether you like it or not, but he honestly, it's true because he loves that I'm fucking honest, even if See, but that's like me, any guy I'm with, I'm completely honest with. So I told him, yeah, I dated this guy for three months, but it was years ago. And he was still like, All right. oh. you're right. You're right. But, but again, if, but you're saying, cause this is a first date, right? With your guy, the other, the new no, one, the new one. No, no, no. We were together for a bit. And I said, Oh, this guy that I dated for three months is in town. And well, you know, he's going to feel, I think any man's going to feel some type of way, regardless. Oh. It doesn't matter. I started to think I was like the odd men out in this are him and his girl. So they probably were sitting there like, we feel weird because him and I are like, oh my God, how you been? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like catching up like friends. And these two are like the quietest ones in the room. <laughs> I was like not happy at all. And you know that she's definitely grilling me. He's definitely grilling him. Oh, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> and that actually taught me. I was like, you know what? I don't think I'll ever do that again. Ever. Yeah. That's um and I didn't see any harm in it back then, but now look looking back, I was like, eh, yeah, that's something I'll never do again. If anything, I'll get together with the person on my own because I know nothing's gonna happen. And plus, like I said, it was someone from so long ago and it was something so short that it was nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, and I also know like I would never be, you know, bad to whoever I'm with. So it's like you have nothing to worry about. That's but what I'm saying. I know for some reason guys always overthink it. But that comes down to like your man trust it without trust, you have nothing. Like, you know, I have a lot of guy friends. So like my guy knows that and he's confident in in himself, like very confident. So like I can hang out with my guy friends Thursday, Saturday, <laughs> and it's fine. But that's the beauty the the beautiful thing about trust that is true you know what i'm saying like that's all it is it's so it sounds so simple it is simple but people kind of it they can't handle it that is very because true. of their own insecurities that is very true and on that note <laughs> another show in the books <laughs> just so it's episode 10 can you believe that we're in double digits this is amazing thank you guys for all your support of course we love to take your listener questions we actually have some that we're going to be bringing on to the upcoming shows which we're super excited about so keep them coming dm us let us know we'll feature them uh if you want to sponsor us of course you could always hit us up in the dms as well and uh, make sure you follow us on the gram at This Is The Ace. And you can now find us on YouTube. The yes. link in our bio here on Instagram. Uh, don't forget, you can also follow me at Astra on the Air. And Cynthia521. And until next time. Never settle. And know your worth.